So you know on some level that diets aren't working, but it's so hard to let go of what feels like maybe safety or what you've known or what you've seen work really well for friends or family. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through kind of the beginning of becoming an intuitive eater and what what that process can look like and has looked like for some of my clients. You're listening to Healthy Mompreneurs Get Wealthy podcast with Kathy Richards, RD. As a registered dietitian with over 20 years of experience, I've helped thousands of people get healthier and ultimately wealthier. And now it's your turn, busy mompreneur. In this podcast, I'll be sharing with you my self-love journey back to health after years of stress and challenges, including living with a spouse with mental illness, suffering a concussion, learning to live with post-concussion syndrome, illnesses in my family, a death in my family, divorce, and more illnesses in my family. And all this with three kids under the age of 10. If anyone can show you how to thrive, and not just survive through challenges and setbacks, it's me. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Healthy Mompreneurs Get Wealthy podcast with me, myself, Kathy Richards, RD. So I've uh, skipped a couple weeks, I think, just things have gotten busy. Kids were off school last week, um, not in camp. So I dropped them off at a camp today and my heart did a little breaking as I could imagine it from their side. I'm really empathetic. So I could see like that they're like in this huge gymnasium, there's all these kids and they're just sitting waiting, right? And it's kind of like, you don't know what's coming. And that is similar to what my clients feel when they come to me and they're like, I kind of like the guardrails or the safety of, of having a plan to follow. Give me a plan. I can work with a plan. Just tell me what to do. But it can feel scary to kind of look at beyond the plan or like my kids looking into that big gymnasium with all these other kids, right? And nobody that they know. I get it. That can feel scary. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through how I would work with clients when they come to me with the understanding that diets aren't working anymore, but feeling really nervous about maybe gaining weight or what other people will think if they stop that diet. Okay, so I've been focused on intuitive eating. Um, I've been working emotional eating with my clients for years. For the past 15 years at least, I've been teaching people tools and strategies to help them when they have problematic eating episodes. And as I move into the intuitive space and and that work with my clients, what I see often is clients coming, they know that they can't do another diet. They're done with diets. They're not working. They've had that yo-yo where they lose the weight and they regain that weight and some more. If you want to go back and listen to my episode on set point theory, I'll link it in the show notes. But set point theory is basically like our body has a weight where it kind of wants to stay. 
And when I talk to a lot of clients that are, maybe they've just hopped back on that bandwagon, or maybe they're really frustrated because they can't get their weight down. Sometimes it's really surprising to them because when we get down to it, the weight that they stayed at when they weren't doing crazy amounts of exercise or restricting their food, that's usually there's that point. And sometimes that's the weight that they come to me at, but they're just having unrealistic expectations. But when we look at the research, when we look at the research, that yo-yo effect, it screws up her metabolism going forward. It has worse, we have worse metabolic outcomes, blood sugar, other health measures that we'd focus on. So the research is clear. If we're actually above weight or overweight and we maintain that in the long run, that's going to be better for our health than that yo-yo effect right? And then with intuitive eating, we focus on the health habits, right? And the health behaviors and not restricting and not falling into that diet mentality. But that doesn't mean that you don't kind of go back there often. So I wanted to talk to you about a client who in quite a few ways, they were experiencing something in the intuitive eating workbook that's referred to as the food police. So here's an example um, of my son actually kind of having a similar thought yesterday. So I took my two, I took my oldest and my youngest kayaking yesterday. My middle child is still suffering from long COVID. So after a full day of soccer outside, um, she had to stay inside yesterday. So I took the other two and I have two kayaks. One is pink and one is blue. My youngest is a boy and he said, when I got the pink one out, because it was already out, I'd already used it this year. Um, he got upset and said, no, I want the blue one. So I said, oh, well, why do you want the blue one? And he didn't want anyone to see him with a pink kayak. And he's seven. So he's already internalized that like color thing. So at my house, we really work on, you know, no colors assigned and people dress how they want to dress. But he already has that idea of people are going to judge him if he's in a pink kayak. And that is not dissimilar to my clients who feel like, so I know that diets don't work. I want to let them go. But what happens when I go to a family function? My sister-in-law doesn't eat gluten. And then if she sees me eating gluten, I feel like they're going to think I've given up. I've just let myself go and I've given up hope. I don't really think they can grasp you know, the, the concept of, of intuitive eating. So that's an example of letting someone else be our food police, which is part of that dieting mentality, right? Other ways that that can show up is we change our food choices based on who we're with, right? So we try to pick healthier things or things that we, that we think the people with us are going to find more acceptable for us to eat. Um, and that may sometimes backfire, right? I've had clients where they've under eaten because they feel judgment from the people that they're with, which is unfortunately a reality for a lot of people, especially people living in bigger bodies. But then that led to problematic eating in the night, 5 a.m., they're up eating chips. So when we look at the intuitive eating process, we look at something called habituation. So if we allow ourselves to have access to food again and again and again, Eventually, we're going to be used to having that food. It's not going to be an off-limit or a trigger food. We're probably going to be able to eat it in much um, more reasonable amounts. 
or not have to eat it all the time, right? We won't have that that food on a pedestal where it's like, oh, I can't eat those chips because if I eat them, I'm going to want more. We'll just get to a point where we're like, hmm, there's chips. Hmm, I don't really feel like, no, I think I need something a bit more, you know, sweet right now, or I, I think I'd rather have fruit than the chips. So it comes down to a choice where we're, we're having interception, right? So we're feeling into our body and what our body wants, but we're also at a place where we know that that food is not going to leave. It's not going to be like the last supper. We're never going to see the food again. We know that that food will come again. So that's an example of a client, you know, with the food police, I had another client as well that came to me wanting to start the process and, you know, in doing a food recall with her, it became really obvious that she didn't eat any fruit and she didn't have that awareness until I asked her. Um, quite often I'll ask a question and then at least once every session, my clients will usually say, that's a good question because it's that speaking out loud, right? It's that speaking out loud that gives us that feedback. And that's why, like for us to reflect, self-reflect. And that's why I've offered my new summer program, um, summer support via Voxer. So if you want more information, I'll drop the link below um, to the um, page where it gives you a bit more information. And also you can book a free joyful eating call if you want to chat with me about it. But in verbalizing things, sometimes we're able to see what we wouldn't normally see. So as we did a food review, it became obvious she wasn't eating any fruit. And that was actually sneaky diet mentality in there from years of hearing people say fruit has sugar, don't eat fruit, fruit has sugar, can't have fruit. She had inadvertently removed fruit from her diet. And as we worked to build her intuitive eating skills, she realized, man, I love fruit. Like I've been missing out this juiciness, this tartness of the lemon, the juiciness of the orange watermelon. It's really, you know, quenches my thirst in the summer. She had all these experiences that she hadn't let herself have for the last 20 plus years in that diet mentality. So first place that I start with people is we start to notice things and create this self-awareness. And that might be just noticing how often you eat in the day or noticing, hmm, getting curious. Like if I eat this, oh, maybe I don't feel so good later. Or if I eat that, I feel hungry sooner. So step one is really to get into a curious place and start to be aware of when you're eating, what you're eating, how you're feeling. And it's just to start that interceptive process, right? It's not intuitive eating isn't like buy all the chips and have them on the counter because I'm going to start, you know, with all these trigger foods and learn not to eat them or learn to eat them in smaller amounts. That's not it at all. It's listening to the body. But step one is really starting to have an awareness. Maybe I don't eat often enough. So maybe I need some help with that first, because if I'm hungry and I'm not eating on a regular basis, yeah, my cravings are going to be huge and I'm going to have, you know, hormonal changes that make me want to eat. So that might be step one, or it might be, I'm not really sleeping. And on the days when I get less sleep, I eat much worse, you know, the following day. And that's normal. That's the body again, doing its job to keep us safe. So it's that awareness piece. And that's why 
even with this Voxer support, I'm offering a Kickstarter call because let me ask you the questions that help us see where the best place for you to start is, right? I previously, um, in my expansion program, doors aren't open right now, but in my group expansion program, I had originally an idea, you know, I could have 40 different video trainings in there with all of my content from emotional eating and intuitive eating. But then I pulled back and I didn't include that because that's not what's going to serve you best, right? You can watch a training, but if that's not where you are in your journey, then that's not going to be what supports you. So stay tuned because I'm revamping that, relaunching it in the fall with a lot more kind of scaffolding and structure to it that's really going to be supportive for you as you go through your intuitive eating journey wherever you are. So it's going to be supportive. It doesn't matter if you've been doing it for a year or if you're new to it, there's going to be something in that for you. So the point of today's episode is to remember we have to, you know, know what's happening in order to know what we need to shift or what we need to focus on. And it's not that we're going to shift and focus on restriction but it's getting this curiosity about what happens when I eat these foods or how often am I eating? What's affecting my eating? And it might be with a certain person. And then we might use tools from my toolkit around emotional eating or, you know, just starting to have awareness that these food police show up and what to do with them. So there's so many places to start. Okay. If you want help, if you need help to get started, book a free joyful uh, eating call. That's a 20 minute call where I'll help you identify kind of what you would need to start with or where is a good starting place for you. And then it will go from there. And I'll drop the link for that call below as well. And I hope you guys have the bestest, bestest of weeks. Next week, I'll be on vacation, but I will be putting out an episode. So come back and I'll talk to you then. Thanks. Have a great day. And that's it for today's episode of Healthy Mompreneurs Get Wealthy Podcast with Kathy Richards, RD. If you found this helpful and you have a friend who may also find it useful, please feel free to share it with them. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast player because every month I choose one lucky reviewer and they get a free 60-minute one-on-one intensive where I help you identify the one thing holding you back from your health and wellness goals. Curious about intuitive eating? Ready to have more joyful eating without the guilt? Then go to my website and click on the link to book a free 30-minute call where I'll walk you through the first step.